Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about why are fighters so popular? Why is it a class that it says, I read an article, I don't know when it was published, but it says that the fighter class is the the most basic RPG class and it's one of the most popular archetypes to play. So why is that? I think there's all kinds of reasons. One, one of the polls was for D&D. And they were talking to different classes in D&D, the wizard, blah, blah, blah. Which one do people like to play? And the one that's always been the first one or on top has been the fighter fighter class. And the fighter class is like paladin, ranger, anything along those lines. Yeah, because you can do have a, a knight, a swashbuckler, a barbarian, a warrior. Right, and I think that has to do with D&D's being mainly a combat type of game. It is a combat RPG. It centers on combat. A lot of the spells are about combat. A lot of the rules are about combat. So it is a combat intensive game. So when you play that game, it's good to be a fighter, right? You get more hit points. You get better armor class, are good at dealing damage, and you're harder to hit because you have better armor class. So all those things in a combat game make you very well suited to play that game. Yes. That class. I agree. And I think a lot of people know this. A lot of people take advantage of this. And it's an easy class to play. You know, when you are playing a role-playing game and you're trying to learn uh, how spells work, you got, you know, no, no you don't have to learn how the sword works. Roll to hit. You hit. You roll these dice. That's how much damage you do. Well, I know for the boys, whether you're playing Pathfinder or D&D, um, Alan and Augustine have always liked to play either a barbarian right. um, or... Uh, a monk. I remember Augustine had a monk character, yes. and even Alan's um, most recent incarnation. I think is a he likes to play the the guy that can stab you in the back. Which one is that? The, the rogue. The rogue. So those are all of the different ideas for them. How how playing a fighter is cool, and they do like a lot of damage, right? Right, and I think that translates to other RPGs, and it's just not Dungeons and Dragons. If you look at it's Shadowrun. Uh, Shadowrun. The 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 main okay, you can have a group of five people. Right? Yes. What are the chances of you not having a rigor? Okay, there might be a chance you not have a rigor. What are the chances of you not having a sorcerer? Probably a little less, but there might be no one who wants to deal with those rules. Or a a decker. Oh, nobody wants to deal with that rules. But uh one hundred percent of the time you're gonna have a street samurai. At least one. At least one. Probably two. <laughs> And and who doesn't want to play a street samurai? The name is freaking cool right off the bat. Oh yeah, and you can do street samurai several ways. You can be a gun. Yes. You can be gun heavy, which is my street samurai right. currently. Or like Augustine's street samurai, he literally pulls out his katanas, right? Yes, he's a chopping and, wizard. And that's like the coolest thing. Yes. So I can see and in D and D the fighter uh, if you're playing a barbarian it's a little bit harder, right? Because to, to role play a barbarian, but you get to go into rage when you're fighting, which always helps all right. all of your stuff, right? Yeah, I don't I don't think fighters in this case, role playing isn't like the high level of the highest part of choosing what to play. Cause like I said, these games are mainly combat heavy mechanics. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts about how combat works and stuff like that. And anytime you have a game where the uh, bulk of the rules is about fighting, 
you're going to have a lot of players who want to play competent fighters. Well, you can't even say, like, if you play Alien, you're playing Space Marines, right? And you some can. of them are fighters. You can't. You could can be a space trucker. Yeah. You could. But most people want to play either, you know, the the Space Marine, right. the really Tough bad, hombres. Yeah, yeah. Tough hombres. Or some people will do the pilot or the, the will be the trader. <laughs> That works for the company or, you know, different things. But that that idea of being the fighter is probably the most because you can you, you can use a flamethrower, different things like that. Right. 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 Yeah. And I think that comes goes across all games. Uh, I can't think of a game where people wouldn't want to play a fighter. I mean, Vampire the Masquerade is not so much about fighting. It's about political intrigue. And so I think that matters because if you look at the rules of Vampire the Masquerade, there's not a huge amount of rules devoted to fighting. It's a lot about about honor, about uh, who is in charge or who who sits above who else in, yeah. in the hierarchy of this of this world. And uh, the combat is there is a combat section, obviously, and there's probably a little bit more combat section in uh, Werewolf, but uh, for the, for the most part, it's that's not. That's not what it's about. Yeah. That's it's more about intri- political about. intrigue. And if you look at some other games, like, for example, uh, what is it? The uh, Gumshoe games, it's about investigation. So right. th- some people hate Gumshoe because the combat is so unrealistic or it's just almost like a farce, right? Because people say, like, you could literally take a dozen shots and you're like, oh, oh, there's this crazy video that somebody put. This is what combat is. In, this is the way combat is in the gumshoe system. And this guy is getting shot like 15 times and he's just going, oh, oh, making these gyrations every time he gets shot. But he doesn't go down, right? It's just, just... Well, that's different from, like, if you're playing Call of Cthulhu, you don't want to get into any fight. Any fight. Because, one, you're going to get hurt and die probably, or yeah. you're going to lose sanity. I was playing a Call of Cthulhu game. It was a Western one. and Was it the one on the train? Yes, the yes. one on the train. And I made a point not to get into gun battle. I, I, you still got shot. And and I went up, and I was a pretty competent fighter, right? Yeah. Because I was a, I don't know, I was a, a, a cow herd, cow hand, or rancher. I don't know what I was. So I had a pretty good gun skill, but I missed, right? Mm-hmm. I missed. And I got shot. Double critical, whatever the hell it was. Got shot in the head, instantly dead. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. So there's certain games where you don't want to play a fighter because you don't want to fight, right? But then there's, um, oh, there's, um, Paladin. What's the other one? Oh, Pendragon. Pendragon. Yes. Where you're literally playing knights. Yes. Well, you don't have to, but. Yeah, you basically have to. I mean, that's the Well, no, sometimes you can play the. The ladies? Yeah. Yes. But. But I think that's not the point. I mean, that is the point. Uh, but combat isn't all, all the only point of that game. Right. It's about chivalry and and establishing a, a household and all this other stuff, which it's its own little mini game, I guess. But there, it is about combat because, you know, knights were known for jousting and stuff and mm-hmm. doing the right thing and fighting a good fight. At least in in Pendragon, because it's based on uh, Arthurian legend, not how knights really were back in the Middle Ages. They were good fighters. No, not that part, but that they were actually like good people. 
it depends on the person. <laughs> so I think uh, there's a lot of reasons why we like fighters other than in the, in the class. I mean, look, look at, uh, you know, I grew up watching Westerns, watching World War II movies, uh, and in Kung Fu movies. And these are all uh, movies where fighting and, and shooting are an important part of the movie. And they were really cool, you know, like the gunfighter, like uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, he shot like 10 people, 20 people, whatever. And you have like Shane, a classic uh, Western, you know, who's who stands up for this people who are getting subjugated by this rancher or whatever. And and that and, and, and that's a vision of a hero, right? That, this idea that, that the hero's competent fighter. And in Kung Fu movies, a guy rolls in or even the Kung Fu sh TV show, which based on kung fu ideologies or or movies where you know there's a lone person comes into a village and he sees injustice and he tries to fix it and though he doesn't want to use violence what the hell they try to fight him he's gonna kick their ass no matter what so i think that's pretty neat i mean i grew up on that stuff so the idea of role playing i want to role play that kind of character i see I mean, that's what it seems like to me. And then even now, and then if you you know you look at movies now, like uh, action movies, you know they're really gun heavy, right? Uh, uh, John Wick for one, <laughs> right? Uh, Die Hard and all those other game, a uh, game, all those other movies. And then you have you know, then you're playing the role playing. Oh, I want to role play that. I want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy who gets shot once and goes down. The mook in the movie, I want to be the guy who who's the hero. And John Wick is like this, what is it? It's an homage to freaking guns and the uh, lone samurai against many bad people. And and that means combat. So that's why combat characters are, are highly sought after when you, uh, when people play them. I mean, how many role-playing groups, I mean, how many groups of D&D players, I'm sorry, how many D&D groups have no fighters in them. I would say absolutely none, right? <laughs> Every time there's, oh, I'll play the cleric, I'm going to play the magic wizard, the thief. We are the a, a group of bards. Yes. Unless you do something like that, yeah. which is highly unlikely. And usually they do it for fun. But uh, there's always going to be a fighter or two. And especially... Oh, if you play an organized play, there's oh, yeah. all, there has to be a... They want the parties to be even, right? You need a fighter magic user uh. it's funny because I, when i first started playing organized play i think it was i think it was pathfinder and you go to the pathfinder website or warhorn or whatever it, where it is and you sign up to run in, in the game because you know they hold them at either conventions somebody's house or game stores game stores usually they'll have a pathfinder society night and stuff and when my son was really young he wanted to try it and so when i had a uh, and it's usually during the week which sucked but uh when I had a week of vacation, I would always take them to one or two nights. And so we would go online and I would sign up to our character. And it has this little click box that says, what kind of character are you? Arcane arch, arcane spell thrower, frontline fighter, and all those terms that I'm like, and nowhere did it, nowhere did it say, uh, what, uh, role player? <laughs> that was like boxy click. And it was funny because like, I remember one time, I signed up. It was me and my son, and and I guess I didn't know what to sign up as because I was trying to play my knife fighter, and it was like, well, I'm I, 
I'm, I'm kind of more of a range thrower, right? So I signed up as a ranged uh, combat specialist or whatever they call it. I forget what it was. And then my son signed up as a fighter because that's what he was. And there was already like a couple fighters already. And so the person, the GM actually, who's going to run the game, sends you a note because they can send you a note. They're going, we're a little heavy on combat. Does anybody want to play something else? So I messaged him back. I go, I'm actually a sorcerer, but I like throwing knives. And it seemed to not... He didn't register. He goes, oh, he goes, you're a sorcerer. Okay. So he changed my little slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I guess he thought I made a mistake in the, yeah, the, yeah. the box. And then it was kind of, I thought it was kind of funny that he was worried that it was too many, too many fighters. fighters. Too many fighters. And it was a combat game. I think they just wanted this idea of a balanced party, I guess, is, is what he was after. And I think that the idea of playing a combat character is the easiest class to play. Like I said before, there's not too many rules that you have to worry about survivability is a big deal they're popular because of i think of movies and stuff like that uh, and i think i like i like the idea of being super competent right you don't have to uh like what is it sorcerers or not sorcerers but magic users or wizards in the old days would have to have like components so you could yeah. run out of components and, and not be able to throw your spells <laughs> or you'd have to go find some of this weird stuff and it'd be like a... You still have to do that, but people make it a little bit easier. Like like right. GMs go, well, thinking about it, if you're a sorcerer or a, or a magic user and you you're have gonna, to have, you're going to keep your pouch where cool. you have it, right? Right. It's not like he's not going, well, you didn't tell me that you were getting yes. your components so you can't throw a spell today. Right. But I think some people might. I mean, the, well, some people might go, well, this is a really rare thing. It's not going to be available. So what are you going to do? Well, I like Ian came up with the idea that he had to have a certain thing that you'd said was kind of rare for him to, to throw a certain spell, right? For that spell, it needed something. So he, he made up a, he came up with the idea that he carried it. It was in like, it was a necklace he wore or something. So he always had it, uh. right? And you're like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. That's a good idea, yeah. And I charge him for the necklace? <laughs> well, I think it, he, I, I don't remember. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And I don't remember that at all, actually. But, you know, it doesn't surprise me since I ran a ton of games for quite a while. My question is, so, so if the fighter is the most popular class, which I never had thought about it that way, which class is the most popular one to play... Well, because I think you really didn't like fighters or didn't play fighters. Well, I never needed to play a fighter because the yes. boys always, there was always fighters, right? That's There's right. always a paladin or, or a, a, you know, a, a ranger, even or just, just a straight fighter. up barbarian fighter, right? There's always right. one of those. So I thought so. you were just cre- you were really interested in playing a sorceress or sorcerer. Well, there weren't very many of those. There yeah. weren't many of those, there right? There not any in the group. So it, it added flavor to it, right? Did anybody play a magic user when you started playing? Well, Ian played the the ranger that had some, like, animal stuff. And then as he got higher, he could do different things. Yeah, but it wasn't an actual spell. Yeah, he did, like, the weird uh, nature spell type stuff, yeah. right? Like buzzing buzzing insects yeah. and stuff like that. But a straight up... And there was a cleric who did spells. Yeah, but they're, they're not... Yeah, clerics have a different uh, emphasis on right. what they're trying to do and how they do right. things. Yes. More like healing, protecting. And There's destroying no, evil. Destroying evil, but not like literally destroying evil, like a fireball or, yeah. or a lightning bolt would. I don't know. Steve does that, bringing down the... Oh, yes. Call the, lightning? Yeah. 
and but that has to do with their different kinds of spells. So I think I would argue that a lot of people think magic users are the best class to play because I, I hear a lot of people talk about that. But then there's this 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 thing where I always read, you know, <laughs> w- w- people don't like magic users because they get too powerful, which oh. you can see, right? They they're magic users, right? They're gonna get more powerful as they level up. Yeah. Unless you're playing Shadowrun, then you really have to be careful with your magic user because you can kill yourself easily <laughs> by the, the, the strength of your spell, right? You want it to be a big spell, you got to take the consequences. Yes. So I find that interesting that there's like a, a thing, well, uh, the fighter is the best class. And then some people are like, well, the fighter's okay, but I'd rather be throwing magic, right? I might get hit harder, but I might, I might have a chance of dying easier, right. but I get to do cool stuff. I think you are totally correct as far as that is concerned about in the end that the magic user will always be more powerful than a than a They just have to survive. <laughs> yeah, that was, and that's the big deal is that when you start off and you have no armor or less armor like let's say a rogue a l- you can't wear chainmail right, and stuff right. uh-huh. uh, because it makes too much noise and stuff. Or, well, as a magic yeah, user, you usually can't have... And a magic you can't have... You can't, any, unless you're putting on your a magic kind of armor, right? Right, but you, usually you don't have that start. Not, not, not to start with. That's, That's when you stand behind the fighters. Like that. that doesn't come into play till at least third or fourth. You, fi- you have to find one. <laughs> yes. And the GM has to be nice to you to be able to find one, right? <laughs> or let you make one, which yeah. costs you an arm and a leg. Where I think the idea of survivability right off the bat, the fighter, like I said, has more hit points, is harder to hit, and and because of the armor and stuff. And I think that's just the survivability of a of a of a of a of a fighter in a combat heavy game is very enticing. I mean, it, you're right. I think you would think that magic user or sorcerer would be super high on the list because being able to throw spells is super cool. But also because like when I play my sorceress in, in D&D or Pathfinder, right. there's a lot of times where I get into trouble because I am standing out in the open trying to throw a spell. And what is it that, that, that any party says when they come across a party of fighters and stuff and they're fighting them? Kill the magic user first because they're the most dangerous, right? Yeah, they could really change the, the outcome of the fight. Because so, whenever we come across stuff, that's what the boys say. Okay, find the, find the, the, the usually it's a shaman, right? Got to kill the shaman first because they're the ones, <laughs> if they go down, everybody will run away. I think that's a trope, in like in especially in Shadowrun. They call it geek that kill, kick the 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 magic user. Yeah. Or for, I forget what the term for people who throw spells is. Because if you can find that magic user and kill them, because they're so dangerous, because they're, because they're so dangerous, and they're the easiest one to kill, probably because they have the less hit points or less right. whatever. No armor. <laughs> yes. Right. And that's totally true. Nothing I, to soak up the the damage. And you you would think that that playing a, uh, an arcane thrower, whatever, no matter what genre, would be the best, coolest thing to play, but the, the survey you, says differently. And the reason is because I think the reason for that is that you're more likely to die as the magic <laughs> user, right? So you Definitely. have to be less attached to your character. You have to, especially like, like, and people get really attached to their characters, whatever they right are. Off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> I've just made this first level character. He has six hit points and I love this person. And if, if you're going to die in, in the first or second session, then 
you can't be attached to that character. So if you want to play a magic user, you have to have a thicker skin, <laughs> I think. I think it, and it, but there's some more involved, right? When you make a fighter, it's easier, right? But when you make a, a, a coming wizard, up with a backstory for a fighter is easier. Yeah, and a wizard, oh, you know, usually you talk about why they got in, how they got into magic, why they got into magic, and the name is super mm -hmm. important to magic users. At least to people who play magic users, because they're not going to call them Bob unless they're being flippant or yeah. ridiculous, unless or unless they're my son. And I think that the time invested in making a, that kind of character is just more involved personally yeah. by the by the by the player. It seems like, and so when they go down, they're like, "Oh, oh, you killed my character," and because they are emotionally invested. I'm not saying people can't be emotionally invested in their fighter, but for the most part, I think people who play magic users and sorcerers and whatever you want to call them, because they have to put a little bit more extra work. They got to choose their spells. They got to. I think that that because I tried to make I, I played the gnome ranger mm -hmm. and making the ranger character was harder for me because you had to choose all these different branches. Right. What it, what kind of magic are you going to do? What does this do? And then you have to look at the, the race you're playing and figure it out. So, so, so that was a little bit harder, and that was supposed to be a fighting character. I wanted to be an archer, right? Right, I remember that. And so that that was a little bit harder for me than making a magic user because I've made magic users before. And since there's always fighters in the party, which goes back to it being the favorite class, right. then once you get used to making a certain type of character, it's a lot easier for you to go with that kind of character, right? Totally. Especially in D and D or Pathfinder, because you got to figure out. You're reading through it, how to do it, and Shadowrun the same thing, right? You, you're you're putting, you're investing, literally investing the points into whether you want to have a lot of money or not a lot of money. If you want to be a magic user, you're not going to be able to have a lot of money if you want to have magic stuff, right? Right. And so yeah. so it depends. Like, but if you want to be a, a gun person in Shadowrun, like a, a street samurai, then you're going to want to have as much money as possible so you can arm right. yourself as best as you can and right armor and uh, arm yourself yes armor and guns <laughs> and the bullets that go with them oh yeah you can't forget the bullets and you got so many different types of bullets just remember if you ever want to be a fighter in shadow run stay away from the grenades because grenades have this stupid table when you throw them and you could kill all your people it's only like a, if you don't make a roll exactly <laughs> it has a random uh what is it random uh landing table i think one of the appeals of being a fighter too is when the battle comes you get to play a big role in it yeah you're like the front line person yeah you want to be and you do a lot of damage yes i mean no matter what game it's, you're it's playing. a classic uh it's a classic character type you know where and it and it's so it's it's everywhere it's in books it's in movies, TV shows, uh, the, the, whether and and it's across all genres, right? John yeah. Wick, he's a fighter character. Yeah. Right? King Arthur, he's a fighter character. All these tropes that we'd all known as little kids and stories, they feature fighters as being uh, people that that are cool, that that are neat to. Well, they're the ones that go in and get the job done and right. rescue whoever they're supposed the to rescue. The colonial marines and aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Though they didn't quite, they weren't quite the tough on race. They may not come back. That's all. So I think, yeah, I think it's interesting that we all like to play the idea that we, I like to play a sorcerer myself. So do you. And, uh, but I think that comes from the group that you're playing with. Like, you realize that you really don't want to have six fighters, right? 
That's probably but true. Two or three of the people want to play either a rogue, a ranger, a fighter, whatever. Straight up, right? Straight right. up fighting, where or a monk, or a paladin, right? Those are the the really cool ones. If there's that many people that want to do that, then you're going well. Uh, I don't want to be, you know, like uh, the fourth fighter. one, so I'll figure out something else to do. So yeah. then you go with either whatever else there is. Yeah, I think you're right. I think when when people are like choosing who they want to be or what they want to play, those roles get pick, picked right away, the yeah. fighter roles. And then people go, well, since you already, since, have, since you have, three you already have three fighters, you don't need a fourth. Uh, there's only six of us playing, so I, I'll play the cleric or yeah. the, the arcane guy. You know? Yeah. Or the decker, right? The, the, yeah, I'll the play hacker. the... But I think, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty interesting that that when you came up with this topic, you said, what do you think is the people like to play most? And I said, the fighter, I think. And in the, the survey, and it's been more than one survey, uh, or whatever you want to call it, that has come up with that, the fighter is the most favored class in role-playing games. Yeah. Especially D&D. And it's true. When, I don't know, I've never played D&D at a con game. But people are, where you're allowed to bring your own characters, right? And Steve doesn't ever make a fighter, I don't think, because he, he knows. Well, because he he's never that, had to. Because he knows there's going to be a... People, there's going to be at least two. Yeah, at least two. So you'll play a cleric, usually a cleric or something like that. And he'll just make them up because he doesn't have any high-level characters. Sometimes he plays in high-level games. And so that's interesting that, that he's told me, yeah, I don't play... Fight. Not told me, but he told me, yeah, I didn't play a fighter because... I already know there's going to be a lot of fighters there or people want to play there. Yeah. So I'll play something else. And I thought, hey, wow, that's interesting. That's exactly, I mean, it, it bears out in, re, you know, in real life. but in- And maybe that's why some people play magic users because they know there's going to be fighters. So they get into the, because once you start making a certain type of character, then you go, oh, I, made, I played that before. That was really cool. And let me tell you, throwing a fireball or a lightning bolt, those are the things that, you know, can make your day, right? <laughs> <laughs> or ruin somebody else's day. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, the fighters are out there doing 95 points of damage, and you're like going, okay, what to am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm going to throw a, a fireball, and I'm going to do 80 points of damage to 15 people. There you go. Try to match that. Yeah, you got to, but you got to get up on the level, yeah. levels to do that. Because yeah. if you're a third level, well, I don't think you can throw a fireball no, at you third level. You have to be fifth. You throw what, eight dice at fifth level? Um, possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's three plus your level. And and I always like to throw the lightning bolt because then you can. I, I always tell the people, get out of my way. I'm going with that line of people. <laughs> That's hilarious. You always. You and always then of course they always step. They always step in front of no, you. No, well, yeah. You say, then saying. you have to make a choice. Okay, fine. I won't do that. Or I'll yes. move over. Can I do a five foot step and not hit him? These are things I say to Saul sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. And they don't listen to you sometimes. No, they don't. Well, because they're fighters. They they get to go before me. (laughs) Their initiative was higher. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I think uh, all around, I think there's all kinds of reasons why people like playing fighters. I think it's usually the hero trope uh, that first comes to mind. Uh, hardly does it, does the wizard come as the hero trope, and sometimes wizards are seen as, as evil. Well, yeah, because they they tend to you got to really watch them. <laughs> you never know what they're gonna do. <laughs> A little touchy, and uh, and because it's reinforcing movies, books, and stuff. I think there's all kinds of reasons other than the that people like to play fighters because 
they just like it. That, that's a rule that they really like to play. At the, I think a lot of people do like it. Oh, they do because yeah. of those reasons. Because, yeah. and like I said, you know, in the combat heavy game, you want to. Because in real life, prepared. in real life, you don't get to walk up to people right. and smack them, smack them with swords yes. or hit them with with arrows or whatever you're going to do, right? Or f- pump them full of lead. Yeah, right. <laughs> you might cross a battle. You might want to, but you're not allowed to. Yeah, across a battlefield or something. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty neat. I think you're right. I think just so many th- reasons why people like playing fighters in role playing games, and the numbers bear it out. There's no those surveys. Every survey that I've seen says the fighters are the. I, see, one. I never really realized there were surveys till I was I was just randomly trolling on the internet looking for topics for our podcast, right? Right. And I'm all, hey. What what is the favorite class? And then I click on it, and I'm all, oh wow, I never thought. And then I, it did, because then I was like, I'll what did you thought without knowing at the number? I had no idea, but when it said fighter, I was like going, oh. And then I asked all, what is your, what is what do you think the favorite class is? And he's all fighter, and I'm all. <laughs> I was like, okay. How'd you figure that out? So you had no idea? You had no, no. opinion? I after after we talked about yeah, it, yeah. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. Now I know why the boys it's it's there it's the one of the not easiest, but the the one that people gravitate to, right? Because yeah. you can do these cool things. Right. Right off the bat. Yeah. And easy. And I never really saw the I I mean my son's always been a street samurai in uh in in Shadowrun, yes. and I never saw the appeal until he goes, "Okay, mom, I'm going to make you this character because we they already have a whatever sorcerer. a sorcerer. What I think it was a what were you a, a not the sorcerer but the 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 matrix sorcerer." Oh, technomancer. A technomancer, and he goes, "So we don't need to, we don't need you to be a sorcerer. I want you to be a street samurai." And I go, "Okay," because he was really excited because he loves to make characters, right? So I go, "Okay." Right. And then as soon as I played it and saw how cool it was, I was like, oh, "I see the appeal. <laughs> I see the appeal of being a, a kicking ass." Yeah, there's always a good appeal yeah. to that. Yeah. So yes, I think you're right. Uh, I think the survey's right. I think uh, there's all kinds of reasons why that is true. And I think it's going to continue to be true as long as the characters or role-playing games uh, have a lot of combat in them. So that just means that there's the people that want to be fighters, right? And it, and everybody can't be a fighter, so there's those of us who choose other things right. to, to complement the group. So there you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And you have a good day.